0: Hey, you UK lurid listeners, we have got some download codes just for you for our Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30 Volume 3 audiobook right now with your name on them. So reach out to us, follow us on Twitter, email us at thekissmequicks at gmail.com. Let us know you guys would love a Dirty 30 Volume 3 download code and we will send it to you. You better hurry. Supply is limited. Eroticism is important. It influences and energizes our entire human experience. Eroticism isn't sex. It's sexuality transformed by our imaginations. We encourage lurid listeners to cultivate eroticism, to play with it, smack it, rub it down. Mm. You are entitled to your sexual self.
1: This show is for adults only, and contains erotic stories that sometimes feature provocative characters and intense themes and situations, spanning many literary genres, including action-adventure, science fiction, romance, horror, fantasy, and paranormal. Please, listen responsibly.
0: Hey, hey, Lurid listeners, welcome back to the Kiss Me Quick's Erotica Podcast. This is your host, Rose Caraway, and joining me in the studio, not sitting today, but standing no, because I'm he breaking. refused to bring his chair in, I'm break is dancing. <laughs> Big Daddy Dave Caraway. Say hey, Big Daddy.
1: I'm going to say hey with breakdancing. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: Should Pretty we good, do- huh? Only if we throw down some cardboard, dude. Not much space for them. <laughs> Yeah, I gave, I gave a dude the other day. You gave a dude? I gave a dude a fat tip. He was doing some of that. You saw him, remember when we yeah, went I downtown remember. and he kind of fell onto the ground and was like crawling <laughs> with hip and shoulder to people, yeah. freaking them the fuck out, but it was awesome. <laughs> I love it. And I signed his cardboard too, by the way.
1: <laughs> okay. it's not a
0: euphemism. I legit signed it with a Crayola marker. It was orange. <laughs> On today's episode, I'm just going to get right to the episode. Well, I should say maybe introduce um, the episodes... um audiobook that we're taking it from, um, The Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30, Volume 3. Mm
1: -mm -mm. (laughs) Mm -mm -mm -mm.
0: We're very, very happy to be bringing you guys stories from that, um, you know, that erotic anthology. Um, We, I think, went a little further. We got a little hotter with the third volume, a little edgier and... Yeah, If you have already listened to it, you know we started off with, with a fucking bang, and that's the episode we're going to drop for lured listeners today is the story titled Eminent Domain mm-hmm. by Rhea Restrepo, who, by the way, is a very talented writer, and man, I hope she... Uh, Sends in some stories for this next call that we're about to put out. Yeah, we got another call Petent. coming.
1: <laughs> all you writers, get
0: <laughs> those pencils sharpened. <laughs> I may be the only person who hand No, I'm not.
1: No, there's not. no way you're the only person who
0: handwrites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, Rio Restrepo wrote Eminent Domain. And actually, the story behind that one, I think, was I was reading it. Is that the story when I was taking a bath? I was reading all these stories and the toilet um, hose busted and started squirting me all over the place in the bathroom. The bathroom got totally drenched, and that was the story I was like, oh my God, this is so hot, this is so hot. (laughs) You're breaking plumbing, it's so hot. (laughs) It was so crazy, and I'm like, this is the first story.
1: (laughs) It was a sign from the erotic gods. Yes. This is your this is your lead off. If Whoa. it
0: busts, if it's a pipe buster, <laughs> this is a
1: pipe buster.
0: <laughs> then it needs to be on a, a Rose Caraway anthology. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty damn hot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a sweet girl getting revenge on daddy with maybe the local bad
1: boy. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. Yeah.
0: All right, you guys, here you go. Check out our latest audiobook. The Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30, Volume 3. Come inside, experience the breath, inspiration, and excitement of superb erotic storytelling. Browse my card catalog, find the perfect story to suit your mood with subjects tantalizingly indexed to whet your appetite. Lose yourself in these 30 risque adventures loaded with fabulous characters in provocative situations. Aphoristic and lively, these tales are perfect for a midday quickie or an evening kiss before bed. Do you have 20 minutes for a brazenly sexy jewelry heist? Or maybe take that once-in-a-lifetime cruise vacation and discover that mermaids really do exist. You can savor the heat rising in your cheeks as you confess your deepest desires to the town priest. Then finish off your evening with a run in Central Park, only to stumble upon a house made of gingerbread? The Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30, Volume 3, edited by Rose Carraway. Now available at Audible, Amazon, and iTunes. Eminent Domain Author, Ria Restrepo Narrator, Rose Carraway Category, Land Economics Subjects, 1. Gran Turismo 2. Motorcycle Club 3. Proposition 4. Sorted Situation Sabrina was done being a good girl. She'd followed her parents' archaic rules about how a proper young lady should behave and had never given them a moment's trouble. And where had all her obedience and loyalty gotten her? Still a virgin at the ripe age of 20 and pressured to marry a sleazy politician twice her age. It was her duty, after all, as a Ponce de Leon to bring honor to her family's noble name. How better to achieve that than as the wife of the future governor of Florida, then perhaps the president of the United States? Frankly, Sabrina thought it was pretentious that her family insisted on keeping the Ponce instead of shortening their surname to the more common De Leon. She'd made the mistake of saying that to her father once. He'd slapped her across the face so fast she hadn't seen it coming. Never, ever disrespect your ancestors. We are not and will never be common. From that day on, she'd learned to keep her thoughts and opinions to herself. Her anger roiling, Sabrina dropped a gear on the Maserati and eased her foot down on the accelerator. The Grand Turismo cut through the early evening traffic on the turnpike like a laser-guided missile. Sabrina could see why her father cherished the car. It handled like a dream. A wry grin curved her lips while she imagined his fury when he discovered she'd taken his baby. But that would be the least of his problems if she got her way. Traveling south of Miami, past the more affluent communities, Sabrina retraced the route her father had taken earlier in the day. After their brunch with her would-be husband, her father hadn't been able to resist gloating about his imminent success to his arch-nemesis, the leader of the Diablos Rojos Motorcycle Club. Sabrina's gut twisted thinking about that awful meal with Congressman Gomez. His lascivious leer had made her so nauseous that she just pushed her food around her plate and donned her patented, serene smile. The good thing about her father's women-and-children-are-seen-but-not-heard mentality was that she wasn't expected to say much or anything at all and learned more than they realized. While Gomez drooled over her like she was prime rib, her father talked about his plans for a multi-million dollar waterfront complex. In truth, family honor had very little to do with her impending marriage. No, her father's greed was the real reason her virtue was being bartered away. In a hamlet situated between two mangrove preserves, the Diablos Rojos owned a coveted piece of waterfront real estate they refused to sell. Generations before, the Motorcycle Club and Rojos family had settled in an area that would later be surrounded by protected wetlands. With no tall buildings in the vicinity, it was a prime location for luxury oceanfront condos. In other words, a real estate developer's wet dream. And just like their famous conquistador ancestor, her father thought it was his right to claim land that didn't belong to him. Sabrina hadn't known what to do about the whole sordid situation. She only knew she'd rather die than let Gomez touch her. But her father made a critical error. He took her with him to tour the land that would soon be his. Of course, she was ordered to wait in their Bentley while her father and his two goons approached several of the bikers outside their clubhouse. Safely concealed behind the dark-tinted windows, she watched the tense exchange. That's when she first saw him, Raul Rojos, president of the Diablos, and he might have been the devil himself. In his early thirties, he was tall with a thick mane of dark hair. He wasn't classically handsome or overly muscular, but solidly built. A long scar on his left cheek marred his rugged good looks, giving him a dangerous edge. Towering over her father as he scowled down at him, Raul looked deadly. If it hadn't been for the two-armed bodyguards, he probably would have slit her father's throat. The sight of him sparked a sensation deep in her belly she'd never experienced before. This feeling was on the opposite end of the spectrum from the revulsion Gomez inspired. Muscles low in her abdomen tightened, her breathing quickened, and the air in the car became stifling. Moisture pooled in her sex and quickly soaked through her panties. Pressing her thighs together, she tried to ease the ache between her legs, but it only made her needier. She could almost smell her own arousal over the scent of the car's rich leather upholstery. Sabrina wanted to go to him right then, kneel at his feet and beg him to take her. Hell, she wanted her father to watch him defile her in every way imaginable. But she didn't dare. Her father's men would have dragged her back to the car and what little freedom she had would have been stripped away. Then there'd be no escaping her dismal fate. By the time her father and his men came back to the car, Sabrina had formulated a scheme worthy of her father's Machiavellian machinations. She just hoped she could make a deal with the devil and live to tell the tale. She exited the turnpike onto the road, leading to the Diablos Rojos compound. The closer she got, the harder her heart pounded in her chest, and the wetter she became. she changed into a flirty little sundress that was so short her father had declared it indecent and ordered her to get rid of it. Of course, she hadn't. Now, it was the only thing she wore, and the hem had ridden up enough that nothing separated her bare backside from the soft Italian leather. Shifting restlessly in her seat, Sabrina took wicked delight in smearing her wet pussy against the pristine upholstery, staining it with her desire. Entering the Diablos compound, Sabrina took in her surroundings. On the right was the clubhouse, a windowless two-story cement block building painted black with a large Diablos Rojos MC logo on the front. It looked like it could withstand a Category 5 hurricane or an armed invasion. The line of badass Harleys out front only made it more imposing. Straight ahead was the much more welcoming Devil's Den, their bar and grill that overlooked Biscayne Bay. To the left was Rojos Repairs, a full-service garage. There were a few men in coveralls working on a couple motorcycles and a late-model Buick. Turning left, Sabrina felt all eyes on her as she carefully pulled the Maserati into an empty bay. One of the mechanics abandoned the Buick and approached her, wiping his greasy hands on a dirty rag. His coveralls were half off, hanging down around his waist, displaying a wife-beater with black streaks. A good-looking guy around her age with his dark hair pulled back into a ponytail, he flashed her a curious smile. Sabrina forced an answering smile as she shut down the car. Her nerves were suddenly raging, but she'd come too far to back out now. Taking a deep, calming breath, she picked up her cell phone from the passenger seat and carefully got out of the car, pulling down her dress so her ass was covered. Are you lost, senorita? He looked from her to the silver Maserati. We don't work on cars like this. I'm here to see your boss, Raul Rojos. The other two guys snickered and whispered something to each other. He's kinda busy right now, his forehead creasing. He shifted from foot to foot. What is this about? It's personal. That was only partially true, but she wasn't going to tell this guy more than he needed to know. Please. He heaved a sigh. Okay. Wait here. As he walked out of the garage and headed for the clubhouse, Sabrina tried to ignore the lusty looks from the other mechanics. She hoped they wouldn't bother her if they thought she had some kind of personal relationship with Raul. Pretending to read something on her phone, she avoided making eye contact. Minutes later, there was the loud bang of a metal door slamming, and Sabrina looked up to see Raúl storming toward the garage. This better be good, Pedro, or I'm gonna kick your ass. Sabrina almost swallowed her tongue when she saw Raúl was shirtless. He may not have been bulky, but his muscles were like chiseled stone. An intricate pattern of tattoos covered his arms, and dark hair dusted his chest before disappearing into his low-slung jeans. She couldn't help noticing that the top button of his fly was undone. Raul stopped a few feet in front of her, taking her in with eyes so dark they were almost black. His inscrutable expression gave her no idea what he thought of her, which unnerved and frustrated Sabrina. Who are you? His voice was just as deep as she'd imagined. I'm Sabrina Ponce de Leon, she said, tucking her dark brown lock of hair behind her ear. His eyes narrowed. Any relation to Enrique Ponce de Leon? Yes, he's my father. Before she knew it, he was in her face, lording over her like an avenging angel. You have cojones coming here on your own, niñita. It took every ounce of willpower Sabrina had to stand her ground and not shrink away from his obvious wrath. Up close, his presence was even more powerful, but along with the fear racing through her, there was an overwhelming attraction. Her nipples were impossibly tight, and she felt her juices seeping in the gap of her closely pressed thighs. Sabrina cleared her throat. I have a proposition for you. Tell your father to shove it up his ass. He's not getting our land. You misunderstand. I'm here to help you keep it. His eyebrows rose, and he backed off a bit. This I've got to hear. The thrill of immediate danger subsiding, Sabrina released the breath she'd been holding. With a shaking hand, she held out her phone to Pedro, who intently watched their exchange. You'll want to record this. Pedro looked at Raul to see what he should do. Raul lifted a shoulder. What the hell? Do it. Sabrina waited until Pedro took the phone and started recording her turning to raul she asked have you heard of eminent domain no he said crossing his arms over his chest sabrina was momentarily distracted by the play of his muscles flexing it says the government can take your land if they need it for a public purpose bullshit That's legit pedro offered i heard about them taking this guy's land to build a highway through it pedro's eyebrows lowered Why would they need this land? They're going to claim they need a new Coast Guard station to monitor drug smuggling. Lowering his arms, he fisted his hands. They can steal from me? They'd pay fair market value for it, but you'd still lose all this. Sabrina waved her hand to indicate the entire Diablo's compound. Cunho, he spat. Then his eyes narrowed even more. How does that help your fuckhead father? Once you're out of the picture, the state will change its mind and sell the land to my father. At a bargain, of course, as long as he builds shops, restaurants, and a marina along with his luxury condos to generate income for the county. Raul looked like a bull ready to charge. They can't get away with that. If you have enough politicians in your pocket, you can get away with anything. She could practically see his wheels turning as he glared at her. Why are you telling me all this? Because Daddy Dearest plans to marry me off to Congressman Gomez and back his bid for governor to cement the deal. You don't want to marry him? Hell no. What's your proposition? Her pounding heart felt like it was going to burst out of her chest. I need you to make me your slut. Just saying the word made her inner muscles clench with longing. The idea of being his naughty plaything set her blood on fire. Sabrina watched as his rage seemed to turn to fiery interest. An answering heat unfurled low in her abdomen, making her even needier. Not waiting for him to respond, she boosted herself onto the Maserati's hood and kicked off her sandals. You see, Gomez wants a sweet virgin bride from a prominent family. If I'm soiled goods, he won't want me, and my father's deal falls through, and you keep your land. You're a virgin, his tone was skeptical. Slowly spreading her legs, Sabrina revealed her shaved pussy. Father made sure of it, so I'd be a more valuable bargaining chip. Gomez really won't marry you if you're not a virgin? He might, but not if there's a recording of me fucking the leader of a biker gang while his buddies watch. Sabrina nodded towards Pedro. You also have me detailing their sordid plan. If any of this gets out, it would ruin them. That's leverage. She's fucking brilliant, Hefe. Pedro grinned from behind her phone. Aware of the other guy's avid interest, Sabrina kept her focus on Raul as she lowered the thin straps on her dress until her breasts were naked. Raoul stalked closer, his gaze devouring her exposed flesh. You could just run away. Sabrina trailed her fingers up the inside of her thigh to her drenched sex. His men would just hunt me down and drag me back. No, I need to make him disown me. Losing my cherry to his enemy on his prized possession should do the trick. She slid her finger between her slick slit, circling her clit while teasing her nipple with the other hand. She was so close to coming, it wouldn't take much to send her soaring over the edge. Between her legs now, Raul licked his lips. Prized possession, huh? Father loves this car more than anything, certainly more than me. He's a fucking idiot. Raul grabbed the back of her neck and pulled her against him for a demanding kiss. He took no prisoners plundering her mouth just like she hoped he'd take the rest of her. Moaning, she stroked her tongue against his, needing him to relieve the growing ache between her legs. He smelled like smoke and leather and manly musk and every forbidden thing she'd ever desired. She was breathless by the time he pulled back and pinned her with his intense gaze. less chance to change her mind. Fuck me, please. He yanked her hips closer to the edge, causing her to fall back onto the hood. Sabrina raised up on her elbows to see Raul rip open his fly, freeing his long, thick erection. His eyes never left hers as he dragged the head of his cock along her drenched folds. Sticking it to your father must really turn you on. Not only that, she said, nearly panting in anticipation. I was in the car this morning. As soon as I saw you, I wanted to be yours. That you hate my father as much as I do is a bonus. When his cock lined up with her opening, Raoul thrust hard and deep, making her gasp. Unable to hold herself up, Sabrina collapsed back onto the hood, closing her eyes as she luxuriated in the bliss racking her body. There was a sharp pinching sensation at first, then a stretching, filling, proving more pleasurable than the brief discomfort. She whimpered in disappointment as he eased out of her, but then he forcefully pushed inside her again, deeper than before. Raúl groaned. You feel so good, hermosa. His grip on her hips was brutal as he steadily pounded her cunt, thoroughly pillaging her innocence. There'd be bruises, but it only heightened her arousal, knowing he'd mark her in more ways than one. That others were watching, and that her father would soon have proof of her willingly embracing her own debauchery intensified her pleasure. It built fast and furious until she cried out her release. Growling through his final few thrusts, Raoul came inside her, flooding her with his seed. As Sabrina caught her breath, Raoul leaned forward and placed a kiss on her stomach. She looked up and basked in his warm expression. Carefully pulling out of her, he helped her sit up and gave her another surprisingly tender kiss. While he tucked himself back inside his jeans, Sabrina looked down between her legs and watched as pink-tinged cum slid out of her cunt and onto the Maserati. She gathered some of it with her fingers and wrote F.U. on the hood. Raoul chuckled, then urged her to look at him. Do you want to return to your father? Stay with me or go off and live your own life. Sabrina didn't need to think about it. Stay. If you stay, you'll be mine to use as I please. Just yours, she clarified. He nodded, the corner of his mouth lifting. I don't like to share. Then yes, please, I'd like to stay. Raul turned to Pedro. You still recording? Yes, heavy. Pont de Leon, Raul said, looking at the camera. I've claimed your daughter by eminent domain. At Raul's slashing motion, Pedro stopped recording. Send me a copy of that video, then leave the car and her phone outside her father's mansion. Raul told Pedro, don't get caught. Claro que si! Sabrina was biting her lip to stop herself from giggling when he turned back to her. She could see banked amusement glittering in his dark eyes. Then he lunged for her and hoisted her over his shoulder, making her squeal. What are you doing? Raul slapped her ass and headed for the clubhouse. Let's really tick off your father and put my baby in your belly. Grinning, Sabrina knew she'd never regret selling her soul to the devil. All right, you guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. That was Eminent Domain, written by Rhea Restrepo on Twitter at Rhea Restrepo. You guys should also follow the show at The KMQ. You can follow me at Rose Carraway or Big Daddy at Big Daddy Dave. Right? That's your Twitter handle? At Big Daddy Dave. I just click because I know your photo, (laughs) your picture, your cartoon picture. You better know my photo. (laughs) If you are not following us on Twitter already, do so now so you guys don't miss out on our next upcoming audiobooks or perhaps the next calls for submissions, which should be coming soon. If you want more sexy stories and would like to support the show, because remember, we are an indie show and we sponsor ourselves, please do go to Amazon, iTunes, or Audible and search Rose Carraway. Remember, please, pretty please with sugar on top and a cherry. Leave us a sexy review so that more lurid listeners like you can find us.
1: That's right.
0: Audio production by Big Daddy, Dave Caraway.
1: The KMQ would like to thank the following musical artists. Nylor, Drake Stafford, and the KMQ introduction music by Vyovic.
0: The Kiss Me Quick's Erotica Podcast is a Stupid Fish production and is brought to you by The Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30, Volume 3. Stupid fish.
1: This show is for adults only, and contains erotic stories that sometimes feature provocative characters and intense themes and situations, spanning many literary genres, including action adventure, science fiction, romance, horror. <coughs> I'm going to do it again. Okay.
0: Contains. Cont- contains. I know, my... Let's hit can you open your or flatten your tongue a little on that one?
1: Contains. Contains. Cunt.
0: Look at that. Like Cunt.
1: Contains.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> you you started it. Go. <laughs> this show is for adults only and contains. <laughs> Cuntains.
0: Stop fucking their ears and just say the word.
1: This show is for adults only and contains erotic
0: stuff. <laughs> it's like you eat the word. It's like I, What do you com- want me to do? I think you're trying to shove it out your nose. This <laughs> <laughs> is like how my face
1: works. <laughs> what do you want?
0: <laughs> Better. <laughs>
1: this show is for adults only and contains... <laughs> no. We're gonna laugh at that every word every time I do that. We're gonna have to change the word. Hmm. And includes. Includes. <laughs> In- <laughs> <laughs>